it's time for It Really Has Been. Now here's Darren and Dave. Welcome everyone to the next episode of Hillbilly Has-Beens. We're your hosts, I'm Darren Smith, and this is Dave Dunkley. Hello everybody, hello Darren. I'm doing good, man, I'm doing good. It sounds like you're in the great outdoors. Are you outside? I am, I am. it sounds like I'm at the zoo, but I actually have a visitor that came pretty close since I sat down out here. It's, sounds, it's, like, uh, sounds like somebody gave you the bird. It's, it's my own skanctuary. It's sanctuary. <laughs> oh, man. Well, man, I'm excited about this uh, uh, episode today. We have a special, special guest we're going to put on here in a, in a little bit. But, Dave, I got something to ask you. I got, well, I'm going to tell you something. And okay, you know what? Okay. I usually don't do these, but this one I thought was funny. All right. Okay, ready? Knock, yes, knock. Sir. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? This is Sean Connery. <laughs> 007. How do you like my Sean Connery, man? That was That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yes. Can... yes. 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 This is. This is. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, well, you know, I try. I like it. So we're going to take our, we're going to have our, our hand at uh, interviewing today, huh? Yeah, man. And you know what? This is kind of cool because, you know, we, me and Dave, when, when we uh, named this Hillbilly Hasbeens, we were just talking about ourselves, you know, because we were used to be heroes. Now we're zeros. So, but, <laughs> but yeah, we're okay with that. Yeah, we're fine with that. But, you know, the people that we get on here, guests, they, they're not has-beens at all. They, they, some of them that are still, still here's, some of them that are, uh, was still got a way to go. Yeah, some still got a way to go, and some are gonna be's. Right. And uh, this next guest is definitely gonna be, as in gonna be huge, because he uh, he's got all the tools to do it. So yes, I don't does. know. You want to get right into it? Let's go, man. Let's take it. All on. right, all right. Well, here you go. Uh, our interview with Zach Stone. All right, you know Robert Orman, who is a uh, very well respected. Uh, music journalist for Music Row Magazine critic, wrote this. Zach Stone's voice is quite wonderful, characterized by his baritone warmth, expressive phrasing, and controlled volume. His songwriting is just as impressive because it's polished and as professional and as hooky as any works by country masters tunesmiths. This Belmont alum is ready for the big time. So with that, everybody welcome, please. Zach Stone. Yay. Hello. Yay. 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 Can I yeah. We have our own sound effects. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're too poor to like pipe in and pay for effects, so we just make, so our, make own. our own. Yeah. <laughs> do you have the do you have the little penny whistle that <clears throat> we can get it. <laughs> yeah. We can get it. Uh -huh. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. So how you doing, Zach? I'm great, man. It's uh, it's been a, an interesting year. I think there's not a person on earth that wouldn't say that. Um, it's certainly not gone the way we all thought it would. So, uh, man, in some ways that's been I, – I have definitely looked at that many times and thought it was a terrible thing, and there's certainly an outlook for that, I think. But in a, in a lot of ways, I tried to look at it and say, you know what, this has given me – some great opportunities that I don't know that I ever would have taken. It's given me some great chances. Um, you know, I've been doing this music thing nonstop since I was 12. And so 
that's been, uh, and, and, you know, and it just gets harder, you know, once I got to college and went to Belmont, you know, it, I did it way harder than I ever did it when I was a teenager. And then when I left college, you know, it was my job. And so I've done it way harder than I did it when I was in college. And so it's just been a lot of grind, grind, grind all the time. And so this has been, a, a an interesting opportunity to kind of slow down and get to, uh, you know, get to not do music for a minute, which as weird as that is, and as, um, you know, sometimes I, like I said, I, I look at that and say, well, that's disappointing, but you know, I got to get my real estate license, which is something I've, you know, been wanting to do for a while and it gives me an opportunity to do some of that. And so if, uh, if anyone needs looking to buy or sell some real estate, give me a call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, plug it. Um, like a man with a plan. That's right. Yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> This podcast brought to you by Zach Stone. Right. Zach Stone. Yeah. That's, That's fantastic right. that you got to uh, to reevaluate, though. You know, sometimes yeah, you know, years can pass by, and, and and you know, it goes really fast. So you get to check yourself every once in a while. Well, well sure. Let's all check ourselves. You know. Absolutely. Well, stuff like that where you're like, well, that's that's months of time and courses and classes and certification and tests and things and. You know, and it's like, well, yeah, that would be cool to do, but I, I just can't do it. I don't have that kind of time. And right. so all of a sudden you go, hey, look at all this time I got. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know what? Let's start from the beginning. You're from Texas, correct? Yes. Yeah. Arlington, yeah. Texas. Born and raised. Arlington. Go Rangers. You a Cowboys fan? Uh, no, Rangers fan. <laughs> Rangers fan. <laughs> yeah. I, someone... Someone asked me, uh, there was a thing going around on Facebook a while ago that was like, you know, show us your, your NFL team, your NHL team, your MLB team, et cetera, all your, all your alliances. And I reposted it and said, well, you know, MLB is, is the Rangers. And then NFL, well, I don't watch the NFL because that's when the World Series is on. And then, <laughs> you know, basketball, I don't watch basketball because that's when the winter meet- the GM winter meetings are happening. And then I don't watch hockey because it's spring training. <laughs> it's like well, you're a baseball man baseball all the way man excellent well, you played baseball right you were i did a- yeah i played my my whole life uh my parents said i started playing uh, when i was one i got a little wow. plastic my mom got a little plastic bat and tea set she worked at a toy store and she brought it home and my dad was like he's not gonna use that he's he's one years old like what are you doing <laughs> And, uh, and she's like, well, we'll put it in the attic and play with it later. And the next day before they could put it in the attic, they came in and I had to put the ball on the tee and was whacking away at it. That's right. You, played, you had a chance to go on a scholarship for your baseball, right? Uh, yeah. School, right? Yeah. I had a lot of scholarship offers. Uh, so, a lot of great schools. So what, what took you from baseball to music and to Belmont then? Um, for me, baseball was was the kind of the first love because it was what I got into first. You know, I'd started doing baseball first, and and I just I could never make that choice. People would ask me all the time, "So would you want to be a famous musician? You know, do you want to be you want to be Tim McGraw or do you want to be Nolan Ryan? You know, who, who do you want to be?" <laughs> That's a hard choice. That's a hard choice. Yeah. Those are two people I'd really like to be. Uh, right, yeah. And so I thought, well, man, uh, I want to be Tim. I want to be Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan, yeah, <laughs> Nolan, Nolan McGraw, yeah, right. Nolan McGraw. And so, uh, and so, yeah. So Belmont gave me the best opportunity. I actually didn't get a scholarship from Belmont to play baseball, um, but I I knew uh, they were a Division One program, and they had uh, and they had their music business and commercial music programs, and, and they were in Nashville, Tennessee, of course. So 
I was like, that's going to give me the best chance to do both. You know, I'm actually going to be able to do both there. You can go there and then decide. Right. Yeah. I can, right. I can kind of see the real world of both options and, and do both. And uh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And uh, I had a lot of success with the, the music stuff, uh, especially after I stopped playing baseball. Um, and so, you know, I literally the, the next year after I, I stopped playing baseball, I was uh, chosen out of like, you know, the 8,000 students that go to Belmont. I was one of four that got to play in the showcase for country music. Uh, and so I played in front of a panel of label execs and all those fun people. And, um, you know, all of a sudden these opportunities started kind of rolling in and, you know, guys like Robert Orman, who is just tremendously, tremendously revered. And, right. uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Know, certainly knows his stuff. Um, for those of you who don't know who Robert Orman is out there, you know, he's a, a, a radio guy and basically his, his word is gold in the radio industry. He's a historian. It's uh, yeah. He's a country yeah. music historian. Yeah, he's he knows a lot of stuff. So the uh, so that you quit or quit baseball. I know nobody wants to ever say that. So you stopped yeah. baseball and you put more time into music. Is that why you think things started turning for you there? What do you think happened? Um, well, yeah, baseball was uh, baseball was very different than I expected it to be at Belmont. Um, you know, I, I had a lot of chances to play at schools like TCU and and uh, University of Maryland offered me a scholarship, and uh, those schools would have been solely baseball focused. You know, that I would have right. been going there to play baseball, to play baseball, and right. I would have been flipping a coin on a degree. I had a few ideas of a degree that I might have taken. I, I liked psychology. I, I looked into doing that. That really interested me. Things like uh, kinesiology, you know, because it was sports related, sports medicine right. kind of stuff. Um, business. You, just no, what? What? Kinesi, what? <laughs> Kinichiwa? What was that? Yeah, close. Speaking, yes. <laughs> Speak American, man. Come I'm on, sorry. I'm, yeah. Japanese. I'm sorry. The word you were looking for was sports medicine, not uh, there you kinesiology. Go. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. I'm uh, there. Yeah. Remember, it's so, hillbilly yeah. has been. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I I just you know, but I, that that all just would have been solely baseball. So the opportunity to go and and do music also, uh, I took you know I I really jumped at that. Yeah, even though it wasn't quite the same opportunity, and even though it wasn't, and because it wasn't the same opportunity, it wasn't the same opportunity. There were right. a, lot of, a lot of differences in how the program was run, and a lot of differences in how I was, uh, you know, and in, in how I was uh, regarded in in their program. Yeah, right. So. Uh, yeah, so yeah. sometimes, sometimes when you, uh, you get, sometimes you got to get up in the middle of things in the whirlwind and start, you know, getting things out of the way so you can yeah. find your path, you know, cause, sure. uh, there's a lot of things going to come at you. I have a, a kid, he's 22. He, uh, played baseball at Potomac state for two years. Now he's working at Liberty on the baseball team, uh, managing, but so I understand where you're coming from and what it's done to this, uh, family here to get him through you know college yeah. to where he's at but now he's doing what you're doing which is eliminating things that are just in his way of what he's seeing for yeah. himself yeah so, it's tough to keep walking between the forks in the road <laughs> yes because there's a, there's a lot of forks and a lot of places you can get lost absolutely you know? yeah you know i heard i heard that uh i'm not sure you might want to tell us where but uh you did uh, "Live Like You Were Dying" on one of your first performances. Yeah, that you my did. Fir first ever on stage performance. So, so Dave, Dave, I've, I've, you know, Darren and I've known each other for a while now, and 
So yeah. he's, I, I got to tell him this story. Um, oh, but, yeah, uh, I want to hear this. Dave, this is, this one's for you, man. I, okay, uh, man. Uh, I, first of all, I have seen you guys live. I, t- 10 times maybe. I mean, I no saw, kidding. I saw y'all like three times on the first soul to soul tour. And I saw, you know, I, nice. I just loved Tim McGraw was my guy. I mean, he was just a hundred percent my guy. And so I was always there at all the shows. Um, and, uh, that I, you know, I just thought the world of everything you guys did, y'all's music, and specifically the Live Like You Were Dying album. That is still, I think that is still my number one album awesome. of all time. And it's definitely in my top five. Uh, nice. And uh, <laughs> I know I know every word, every song. I can tell you the track numbers. You throw out a song, I can tell you the number of track it was. Like, I man, I, I can't, yeah, I can't even do that. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the songs, probably. Yeah. I know some of them's on there, but that's excellent. And so, like... To me, it was just that album meant so much to me. And that album was one of the reasons I was like, this kind of music is what, you know, I love this kind of music. I want to sing this. I want to do that. That's what I want to be a part of. And, uh, and so I, I went and I auditioned as 12 years old. I went and I auditioned at Johnny High Country Music Review there in Arlington, Texas. Uh, Miranda Lambert got her start there. Uh, you know, Steve Holy, so many, so many great acts played the stage there. And, uh, uh, so, I got to get up there and they said, well, what song do you want to play? And I said, live like you're dying. That's the oh, song. Wow. And so the very first song I ever performed on stage ever, uh, was live like you were dying. Nice. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's you get a good cool. reception. Yeah. Oh yeah. Made big, big applause. Big, and, uh, a lot of people coming yeah. up and going, you sang that song like a 40 year old and you're 12. Like, <laughs> like you, you know? lived a little bit. Yeah. Cause that, and I never <laughs> thought about that at the time, but yeah, that's a song that feels like you gotta, you gotta have you some gotta experience to really <laughs> sing that. Uh-huh. Right. That's excellent. Well, you know, like, like, said, like Zach said, we've known each other for a little while and, and how we met was, uh, I went to Pennsylvania and did a week yeah. with him at, at a, place up there and uh it was it was strange for me because i hadn't i mean i did a few things with uh david frizzell and stuff since tim and some other sessions and stuff but hadn't really played out in the mainstream you know so i'm at home woodshedding these 40 songs you know (laughs) that i haven't never even heard before because i don't listen to the radio like i should you know because i hadn't no reason to so i'm i'm like thinking man you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, you know, Jeff's going, oh, it'll be cool. So Jeff's, Jeff McMahon is the one, you know, he works with you and he works, with, yeah. you know, I worked with him, with Tim. And uh, he's like, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. You know, Zach's really easy to work with. It'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, so Jeff. I'm like, man, I go there to the thing and, and uh, to the, we, we did a rehearsal uh, at, what was it? Uh, Diamond Sound. S-I-R. Or S-I-R, oh, yeah. S-I-R. Yeah. One of the two. And, uh, and man, uh, I was like, the old man of the sea there, you know, cause he, all these young, young cats there, you know, I know Jeff was close to me, but Jeff looks like he's 20 still, yeah. you know, he still has hair, um, his hair. Yeah. You so know, Jeff, a, they said, you look like you're still 20. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold together. <laughs> it's just cause he you shaved know, today. Yeah, he's got, I'm like, he's got hair. I don't, you know, he's like skinny. <laughs> I'm not, you know, but you know, so we get in there and, and I, I, I was real nervous. Uh, and then, and then on top of everything else, I go to meet you all at our old bus call, which is Kroger's in Hermitage. Yeah. And, and I had a flat tire. So Jeff oh had to come gosh, all the yes. way and pick me up 
from uh, in the White House, pick me up, bring me back, and you guys are waiting in the parking lot for me. And I'm like, going, this is great. <laughs> They're going to hate me, man. And I almost made them late for taco time at some restaurant, you know, so dollar Dude. taco night or something. Leave yeah. it to the old guy. <laughs> I know. The old guy's screwing everything All up. Right. You know? but, Ronnie you know, would have left you. Yeah, we went and played, and uh, um, not only was I impressed with, you know, your vocals and, and just your stage thing, you know, I mean, because this, Dave, this cat did everything from uh, Stone Country to Eminem, you know. <laughs> I mean, awesome. uh, I'm just trying to keep up, you know. Right. And, uh, and not you look know, young. I mean, but old. not only that, yeah, not only that, yeah, yeah, try to look as young as old man can. You know? <laughs> I think I even colored my beard for that one. You Did know? you really? Nice. Oh yeah, oh, but, all the way. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? What hit me too is that man, Zach. You had everything like taken care of as far as like you know the van, the trailer, the the gear. Dude had ears, man. Dude had ears okay. for a club. Yeah, and a sound man, and everything was professional. That makes and, it nice. Oh yeah. yeah, it was easy. It made it really easy, you know. And uh, I just want to say that that you rarely find. It's usually a throw and go, and hope for the best. But you really had your stuff together on it, and and I can tell where the maybe the commercial music <laughs> stuff you did. <laughs> uh, you know that that kind of gives you a leg up on other. Artists, oh, you know, well, yeah, absolutely. well, I, I'm an, I'm definitely an overthinker, and and uh, so I, I can do that at times. But um, to me, well, for you guys, you guys, I mean, you guys were side guys, you know, your whole lives. So you know what that's like, and you know, you I, I can't imagine as an artist, I can't really imagine what it's like to just be along for the ride and to get somewhere and kind of look at a guy and go, "Hey, do we have this?" And then to go, "No," and you'd be like. Well, crap, what do we, you know, <laughs> right. or, or to show up and go, God, we got to ride in that thing. You know, like we got to, right. you're telling me that my gear that I've spent years and all my money procuring and taking care of is going to ride in the back of this, you know? And, and, and so, <laughs> you know, to me, I want to have all those questions answered. And so I spent a lot of time. I, I know exactly how to pack my own trailer because, because I figure who's going to be riding in this thing all the time. Well, it's going to be me, you know, Darren, you right. might not be at every show. Dave, you right. might not be at every show. Like Jeff right. might not be at every show, but I will, we can't have a show if I'm not there. That's, <laughs> so, right. that's right. So it's like, I'm going to know how to load the trailer. I'm going to make sure that I've got a good trailer. That's going to take good care of your gear. I'm going to have a good ride. That's going to take good care of you guys so that you can get some sleep when we're pulling a 22 hour drive. Um, uh, cause we're not a commercial vehicle. We don't have to follow <laughs> union right. laws. And, right. uh, and, uh, you know, and I want those. And then when we show up on stage, you got an audience out there and as a singer and as a player, the best way for you to sound the best is if you can hear yourself. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I was like, I gotta, have, we gotta have ears. The best way to do that is have your own ears. Right. Yeah. See, that's, that's the difference between what I'm saying is because most, uh, artists wouldn't even drive the van. They'd get right. in the back and take the biggest seat and sleep all the way there. You get know? the artist treatment. Yeah, yeah. and make make everybody the artist yeah. treatment. Yeah, yeah. But okay, let's talk. Let's talk about this. Um, you got a new single that came out last Friday. Yeah, called "She Don't." Tell us about this song. I know you write. You write. You're a songwriter. You write all you. Uh, you've do, written yeah. all your singles, right? So tell us how this song came about. So she don't. This one was actually really interesting because of 
most of my songs start out with, well, I had this idea in, in the shower one day, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> yeah, I, and I yeah. ran soaking wet across my living room to, to type it into my phone. <laughs> and, uh, and instead this one actually was, I, I walked in to the co-write and I've got one of my good buddies that I co-write with all the time, two of my good buddies, uh, Garrett Biggs and Jared Anderson, they, uh, <laughs> Jared has said, he, he's like, I don't even bring ideas into our rights anymore because I just know you're going to show up with a ton of them. <laughs> and so that's great. But it also means I know when Jared doesn't like any of my ideas because he starts throwing out. So, oh, <laughs> you okay, know? Yeah. so, yeah. so I, had, I had pitched five or six ideas that I thought were great. And Jared kind of was like, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, well, I had an idea. And I was like, crap, he doesn't like any of those. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so he throws out this idea. He goes, it's called She Don't. And I thought, wow, that's kind of interesting. And he starts explaining where he thought it could go and kind of some of the things it could say. And Garrett went, oh, that's cool. What if we did blah, blah, blah. And so the two of them got on it just right away. And I was kind of like, I don't, yeah, (laughs) I was like, I don't know, maybe, you know, it's not, not bad. That could work. I still kind of like some of my ideas, but you know, but maybe we, uh, but they're both excited about it, and you know, two out of three ain't bad, as Meatloaf once said. So we, uh, right, right. so we yeah. went with it, and uh, we got about halfway into the song, and Garrett was just loving it, and Garrett was like, "Dude, I can't." And so I was like, "Man, Garrett, maybe this is a song you could cut. You know, that'd be cool." And so we uh, we get to the end of the song, and uh, all of a sudden, Jared kind of looks at me. We're about to record the work tape, and he kind of goes, uh, "Man." what if we don't say the hook there at the end of that first chorus? Because the chorus ends with, uh, uh, yeah, I do, but she don't. And we had written the second verse, the first verse, if I can get really into the weeds on this here. Uh, so for you songwriting, if you guys ever wanted, to, all you listeners out there, if y'all ever want to know how a songwriting goes down, here's, here's some uh, inside info. Um, and so, you know, he said, well, at the beginning, we got the first verse. And it's, you know, uh, other girls need makeup to look pretty. Some think money is the measure of a man. Uh, they give you all their problems, like it's your job to solve them, but she don't. And then we sing the first chorus. And then that second verse, we wanted, we didn't want to do the same thing twice. And so we flipped it around and started with she don't this time. And so we said, she don't see the way I look at her. She don't know she's always on my mind. Uh, try to give her what she deserves. I don't know what she's worth. She don't. And, uh, and so because of that twist, he was like, well, wait a minute, hold on. So before we go into this, what if you do the, uh, yeah, I do, and then don't sing the hook, just go straight into the, she don't see the way I look at her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's, that's really cool. Like songwriter, that's songwriter suicide. Cause you got, you, you're supposed <laughs> to say the hook as often as you can. Right. But I was like, that's really different. You know, all of a right. sudden you're not giving it away. And then the, the whole hook and chorus of I think she's the one and everything we could be I could already see you know I think we could be together forever you know I do but she don't all of a sudden that that heart-wrenching ending it's delayed and so you can still take you can still kind of take the audience on this journey and I I we recorded it that way on the work tape and I get I came home with that idea going man that's actually really cool and started playing it more and more and more at home and i texted them back and went hey i really like this song can i cut this like I, you know but I'll take this one right. yeah but man it was you know never before normally I, I would say i know in the first 15 minutes of a write if i'm going to cut this song or not i'm like i like this i would cut this and 
Right. And this one, I just wasn't sold on it. I thought, you know, it's a good song. I like it. It's just not for me. And uh, man, it wasn't until we finished it. All of a sudden, that idea changed the game. I got home. I played through it a bunch of times on my couch. And a few days later, it was like, I love this song. This is a cool song. And uh, started playing it out. And people, that's one of the first things I do with a song I like, because I start going to my writer's rounds and stuff like that. Like a stand-up comic, you know, you got to go to the improv clubs a few right. times and work test, it. test out the material. And right. so, you know, we'll show up in a few writer's rounds here in Nashville and uh, play some songs, say, hey, I got a new one for you. You got to let me know what you think. And and sometimes people come up after you and they're like, hey, your stuff was good. That was cool. And sometimes people come up after you and go, what was that one song? And you're like, she she don't? And they're like, that, that yeah. song, you know? Yeah. And uh, right. I started That's getting that with she don't. A lot, of, a lot of people showing up and saying that was a song. That was special to them. And uh, so sure enough, I, I got to put it together. And actually, Jared Anderson, who I co-wrote it with, he's the producer on it. He put all that well, together. Right. So. Well, let's play it for the people. Let's play yeah, it. Let's, it. let's do it. Zach Stone singing She Don't. Other girls need makeup to look pretty. Some think money is the measure of a man They give you all their problems Like it's your job to solve them But she don't Other girls tell me that I'm crazy Some see red flags when they look at my past they always try to change me Straighten up and rearrange me But she don't I think she's the one Everything we could be I can already see And I think we could spend forever She's always on my mind I try to give her what she deserves Cause I know what she's worth But she don't I think she's the one Everything we could be I can already see
memory Most of the time I'm fine in a few short months They've always disappeared As I move through the years But I don't know where to go from Don't. All right, man. Great song. Thanks, uh, dude. That's wonderful. Yeah, good singing, man. Really commercial. It's what's on the radio now. You, you're you're very tuned in to what's happening now with Nashville production and radio. That's well, thank that's you. I, I don't I don't know that I necessarily try to be quote unquote tuned in to that, but I I just love good music, and to me, good music isn't necessarily. You know, it's not it's not always pop music. It's not always country music. It's not always rap music. You know, there's just sometimes you hear something, you go, "That's good music." And so, you yeah, know, like, like things like things change. Says it, you feel it down in your soul. Yeah, you know? that's it. If it doesn't feel that's right, good. then it's not right. Right, exactly. Well, Zach, we're gonna throw something at you right now. I'm ready for it. Okay, these are just general questions. They're not true or false or either or. Like, which one would you prefer? Okay. okay? And we're just going to hit them with you. I'll do one, Dave do one, and we'll just go back and forth, all right? And you just say whatever comes off the top of your head, all right? All right, I'm in. All right, here we go. Hamburgers or hot dogs? Uh, Oh, Oh, come on. That's not that (laughs) hard, dude. (laughs) I told you I I overthink everything. Uh, Just whatever hits you first. First one that pops up. Hot dogs, because you got to have a hot dog in a ball game. All right, all right, go Uh, ahead. Spring or fall? Spring. Uh, beer, whiskey, or Dr. Pepper? <laughs> Water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that'll work. Mexican or Chinese? Oh, me- uh, Mexican. Tex-Mex, uh, 100%. Yeah, boxers, briefs, or thongs? <laughs> <laughs> on on who? Uh, well, not on a dude. Because <laughs> if it's... Yeah, on you. Because if it's on me, it's boxer briefs. <laughs> okay, a boxer briefs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, coffee or tea? Tea. One more? Um, Go for uh, two more. Two more. Um, a little bit country or a little bit rock and roll? A little bit rock and roll. Yeah. All right, I know it's not the Rangers, but same city. Yankees or Mets? Oh, uh, Mets. I can't. We can't do All the right. Yankees, man. All right, we got one more. <laughs> Excellent. One more. One more, right. Zach. Dog treats or cat treats? <laughs> <laughs> and I asked Jeff put you up to that, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah he let's did. Hear let's hear it. I heard you. Jeff, ah. Uh, so, so, okay. So, I, I oh, God. It, <laughs> if you ever wanted to know what an artist will do just to get a hit, um, I, we had, I guess, cat treats because that's the only one I've tried. Well, no, I tried dog treats once too. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the truth comes out. Oh gosh, <laughs> we used to eat them for supper when we were poor. Yeah. <laughs> we, Alpo and some gravy. Man, we it was. It might have been that same Pennsylvania trip you were on, Darren. Uh, yeah, we were up. We were up there in Pennsylvania playing some shows and uh, had a radio interview. We were doing the uh, the Sorry and Lonely radio tour. Um, and uh, we went up there uh, to Bob FM, and uh, they uh, or no uh, Bigfoot Country. That's what it was. It's Bigfoot Country, and 
they, uh, they we were listening to them on the radio. I, I always listen to the stations as I as I go in because you, you want to know what they've been talking about. You want to feel like you've already been in the room because otherwise you walk in stale and cold and it just doesn't feel right. Uh, so I any you know as soon as the the signal picks up on our radio, I tune in and listen. And so they had been talking about uh, the the radio host cat, and he loved this cat, and he was all in it. And the other radio host was giving him crap because she said, you know, do you have any idea what you feed your cat? How terrible that stuff is. And he was like, ah, it's fine. And she's like, one day I'm going to make you eat cat food, and you're going to see how terrible it is. And uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> Jeff and I. Uh, so Jeff and I get there early and uh, we're still laughing about this cat food thing and they're still kind of talking about it. And there's a Walmart across the street from the radio station and we got, we got about 15 minutes before we got to go in. So we kind of look at each other and we're like, let's go get some cat treats and, and bring them in. And so, yeah, so we go across the street, we get some cat treats and we get a little, we get a little uh, mouse toy just for fun. And so we show up and, and uh, just just to walk in, it wasn't supposed to be a bid. It was just supposed to be for them. We walk in, and I'm like, "Hey, guess guess what I got for you?" And I got <laughs> this bag of Temptations cat treats. And so they uh, so they so they come in, uh, and so they just think that's hilarious. And they're like, "Well, we gotta have we we gotta have you guys eat those on air." And I'm like, "Yeah, he should have to eat that on air." And they're like, "No, you should eat it too." And I'm like, "I don't I don't know." Man. And, uh, you know, and they're like, "We'll play your single if you do." I'm kidding; they didn't say that. <laughs> you know, but I was like, "Oh God, I feel like I, I okay." You're thinking that. You're thinking yeah, that I was going. thinking that. I was like, "I think I need to do this." <laughs> uh, it might it not. Be that bad. It might not help, but it won't hurt. And so, uh, and so, I uh, sure enough, they did a Facebook Live. But I, I gotta say, man, uh, if any any aspiring artists are out there. We were supposed to walk in there and do like a 10 minute bit on their thing. And instead we were there for like an hour and we did about eight different bits. We did like a Facebook live with them on the cat treats. We did a thing and all that. Jazz. Nice. And, the, and the, the radio guy hung up the little mouse on his microphone. So it hangs there forever. And, there you um, go. Man, you got to yeah. leave an impression somehow. And so I left right. mine by eating cat treats on air. And, <laughs> nice. and I promise you, if anybody's wondering what they tasted like, if you open the bag and smell it, I that's exactly what it tastes like. It tastes like <laughs> yeah. it smells. It's very, it's not good. It's like, it's like somewhere between tuna and butt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, there's a, there's a thing for you, but you know, in a little serious note, I know that now with the, the COVID thing, uh, you know, it used to be whenever you put a single out or an album out, you hit the road and promote it, you know, and just beat it to death. You know, we, we, when we started out, we were doing 300 days a year, you know, trying to promote this stuff. And Tim was working phoners and all this other stuff. Now, that now that the COVID happened, I guess social media has taken that place of, of doing that now totally. in some ways, you know, I mean, uh, how much are you actually, are you playing out at all right now? I mean, how's that I'm working? Playing, uh, I'm playing locally. I'm playing, again, playing some of the writers around, some shows right around here in Nashville. That's, uh, that's uh, it's stopped for a long time, but it's starting to come back. And so I'm, you know, kind of reaching back out to the people I know and saying, hey, man, are you guys doing shows yet? Can we get in? How do we make this happen? And 
that's been uh, I mean that's been really good in a lot of ways but as far as promoting the song itself you know yeah normally you would like you said you get on the road you you know show up and play shows in front of people and you know try to yeah try to radio tours that. yeah radio tours and stuff like that yes yeah it's a lot and different so, now you know absolutely and so uh you know what we're doing now is playing a lot of live streams we're doing stuff like this you know podcasts things like that anything we can you know kind of call in because most people again most people just aren't having you there you know they, they won't right. let you come to them and so right. it's like all right well can i call you you know can i you know can i uh, sing to you over the phone what can yeah. i do right. so it's been right. more like the social media takeovers doing live streams uh you know trying to trying to reach out to people online and and uh connect to people that way um which in a lot of ways is is nice because you can reach individual people you know right. kind of face-to-face. I bet when it's all over, we'll probably come out of this and do a combination of what we did before and what we've learned over the last year. Speaking of that, I know you've got a website, zackstonecountry.com, right? Yep, that's it. And that's that's Zach with a H. I misspelled it on his email, but (laughs) I don't know why. And and we're we're, – where do you get the uh, single at? I mean, uh, you know, it's not like we can go to Tower Records or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, everywhere. Uh, it's on it's online on Spotify. Uh, it's on Apple Music. It's on Amazon. I mean, it, if uh, if you just Google, you know, if you want to hear Sheeto, yeah. it's also we got it on YouTube. We got the audio on YouTube. Um, I'm actually working on a uh, working on a video for that as we speak. So great, something. Great. Uh, uh, well, man. Thank you, Zach, for taking the time to, to be with us today. Um, yeah. We really appreciate it. And just so everybody knows, you know, we're called Hillbilly Has-Beens, but we don't just do has-beens. We do <laughs> still ours, still ours, and gonna be. And future has Yeah, gonna be's, which Zach is a gonna be, as in gonna be big, y'all. Well, there you go. Thanks, Darren. And that means a lot coming. He's got a, he's, he's got all the all the tools, uh, and and believe me, we've been around some famous folks before, and he's right. one of them almost. Right. So, well, thanks, man. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing some more, and maybe someday, if I ever get young again, I'll come out and play with you again, man. You'll ask me to play again. Heck yeah, yeah, I'm, I, dude. All I'm right. just so excited to get back on stages, and yeah, thank y'all for having me on uh, again, everyone. Y'all can. Check it out. There, there is a link on the website too. You've mentioned the website. If you want to find the music, there's a link on the website to, uh, to, to hear the songs. And uh, man, thank y'all so much for having me on. It's so cool getting to talk to you guys. Thanks for coming, and, uh, yeah, honor, absolute nice honor. Young man. Thank you, brother. My, my favorite band of all time. So <laughs> that's awesome. Man. Thanks, brother. <laughs> thank you, man. That's Zach Stone, y'all. Yay! <laughs> Excellent. All right, man. That was cool. He's a he's a man. I, I think he's going to do something great, and we yeah. appreciate him coming on here. You know, what a fine young man. He is a fine young man. He's a fine young man, handsome fella too. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're into I mean, that kind of thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, in a in a totally platonic sort of way, you know. But exactly. You know, yeah, Dave, our uh, podcast uh, is going everywhere man it's it's doing really well and and because of everybody out there their support and uh you know getting on there leaving us message and reviews and you know um I, i'm gonna uh i think next uh one of the episodes coming up we ought to take some of those uh reviews and read them 
they're not the reviews, but the messages they're sending us on our Facebook page and read that'd some awesome. of them. Yeah. That'd be awesome too, man. That, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like so that idea. come to our Facebook page, leave us a message, uh, go to Apple and uh, listen to our podcast. You know what's cool is I didn't know this, but on my iPhone, I can just punch in Apple Podcasts. It's just right on there. You know, it's an app on, on my thing. And right. I looked up Hillbilly Hasbins and it's right there, you know? It comes uh, right up. Comes right up. The next episode comes right up, you know. I punched so, us in Google the other day and, and we're making some uh we're, we're making some headway there. I could find us. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I didn't have to go very far. Well, you know, they're working on the website to where you all be will be able to come there, look at pictures and you know, go straight to whatever episode you want. It tells you about what's coming up next and all that. Maybe so, we can have some interaction there too, some yeah, and we're like, also working on Instagram, too, because this is all new to us, so we're learning. Uh, we, we're on a huge learning curve. Like, well, we're, we're a couple months into this, so, uh, you know, there's a lot lot to learn, and our limit, we're pretty limitless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or limited. Limited, <laughs> yeah. Let's go limited. <laughs> I want to thank you all for listening, and uh, that's about it. That's all I got to say, so. Thanks. So how do you think how do you think we did, man? With with Zach, with yeah, Zach? as interviewers, our, our well, I, I I think we did pretty good. I mean, we've got a lot to learn, but then again, you know, this is our show, so we can pretty much do it however we want to do it. And, and if we want to suck, we could even do that. You know, well, yeah, and if we did suck, who cares? You know, I mean, we, <laughs> I mean, it's just us, and and he had a good time, and and, uh, and that's we had the main a good thing. time. We had yeah. a good time, and that's what it's all about. And I hope people had a good time listening to it. And Absolutely. keep your eye out. Go download his song and go download our podcast, and we'll all be happy. Exactly. So, until next time, thank you all. Get ready for Halloween. Halloweeny. Halloweeny. <laughs> yeah, man. What are you going to be for Halloweeny, dude? <laughs> I'm going to be uh, the old me. Yeah, I'm going to be an old pissed off dude like I am. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but anyway, y'all y'all uh, get ready for Halloween and carve your pumpkins and do all that good stuff. Zach Stone, thank you very much. Dave, love you, brother. We'll talk love to you. Too, brother. And everybody out there, we love you back. And we'll see you next time on Hillbilly Has-Bens. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, y'all. We would ride our bus town to town. Everybody was a getting down. I pack it up and do it all again. The hillbilly has been. Now the days of old have come to pass. Even though we was kicking ass, we love the fans, but we need some friends. The hillbilly has been.